You're listening to audio from the Town Center campus of CA Church, located in downtown Coquitlam. We hope this message helps you grow in your personal relationship with Jesus. Well, guys, uh, as I mentioned when we started the service, this is our family service. So you'll be happy to know that my message is going to be a little bit shorter today. And for those of you who are like, too much Greek, all that geeky pastor stuff, I'm just going to pull it down a little bit. Now, the wonderful thing, and I learned this back when I was... uh, dabbling in education, um, that the nice thing is when you try to simplify the message of Scripture, nobody misses out then. Everybody can gain from that. People who think they're above the simple, often Jesus would go, oh, are you sure you've got that? Why don't we bring that down a little bit? And he would tell a nice, uh, simple story. Uh, So we, last week, we talked about, um, for those of you who weren't here, we, we started a series called I Am Jesus in His Own Words. And what we're, we're talking about as we look at this service is that Jesus was traveling around Israel. He was trying to explain that he was the son of God. And he would say that several times and they would be scratching their heads. And so he did a handful of things to help them understand who he was. What are some of the things? And that's right. Since there's like three kids here, everyone's allowed to answer. What are some of the things Jesus, not, don't look back at last week, but what you know, what are some th- things Jesus did to, to show the people who he was? He fed, many he fed many people. So he did miracles, right? So hopefully in, in, in the Gospel of John, the, the, the writer of the Gospel of John always used the word signs when he talked about miracles because they were meant to point towards the fact of who he was. The greatest sign being the resurrection, which also was a sign pointing to our future and Jesus' return and what what the future of following him means for us. What are some other things he did? He showed compassion to those who didn't get any. Showed compassion. He saw people. So he, he acted out in love. And in humility, he did miracles. And for those of you, them who were not uh, kind of catching on, he, he added some of this, this teaching that would help them out. He had all, there's all sorts of times where Jesus was teaching, and sometimes he would just make it very simple and give them some simple metaphors. And that's what we see as we look at today's um, verse and look at this, this series. Now, I, I love that because for anyone here who has ever taught English, when you're teaching novels and teaching stories and you talk about how do you learn about a character, well, you learn about their, through them through their actions. You learn about what other people say about them. You learn about what they say, learn about them by what they say about themselves. And Jesus had these hands, handful of things that he would say about himself. In, in this case, the I am's, there's seven of them in the Gospel of John. Last week, we talked about Jesus saying, I am Well, more confidence, because I know a lot of you were here last week. Jesus said, I am the, the bread. Okay, let's go back to last week's message. <laughs> Today, I want to read one verse to you out of John chapter 8, verse 12. Last week, we read in John 6, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. I am your sustenance. Today, in John 8, verse 12, Jesus says this to this, this crowd. He says, Uh, It says, Jesus spoke to the people once more and he said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. So what might Jesus mean? What might he be trying to say to himself? He's the light of the world. To me, at first glance, it seems like a pretty good metaphor. 
light of the world. Light, light is good. What are some of the things? What are some of the things that we do in the light? What are some of the things we do during the day? I'm not like guys. I'm not throwing. I'm not throwing math at you. I'm throwing pretty straightforward questions. <laughs> what do we do? Work. Someone said work. We work during the day. And, and, and what do we call it if it's not work during the day? Graveyard. <laughs> that tells you something about working at night, right? What are some other things that we do during the day? School. We eat. We garden. That's great. We garden during the day. Anyone going out at 1 a.m. to work on their, their garden? Yeah? <laughs> Calvin, what's going on? We better we gotta talk about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> we go to school. Do, we don't, unless you're up to no good, you don't tend to go to a playground at night or hang out in the schoolyard. You're usually up to, bad things are usually going on, especially if they're not well lit. We go on vacation to places often that are full of light, right? How many have already gone to a beautiful sunny place during, is that basketball? No, oh, that's excitement. All right. I was speaking to some who have been to Hawaii lately. Lelaine and I went to Hawaii, uh, known for its beautiful sun light. We tend to go to, many people go to vacations where it's very bright out. Life is lived in the light. That's where life happens. Imagine doing all those things in the dark. Imagine trying to enjoy Hawaii only in the dark. Imagine trying to only go to work in the dark. And some of you have had that experience and it's not good for you. It'll take a toll on you. Uh, there was a time for a while where I was working downtown Vancouver, and in the fall, and some of you have had this experience, uh, you take the bus, you get on the SkyTrain, it's dark all the way till you get in your building, and I worked in a warehouse that had no windows, I'd work there all day, and then when I would leave at 4.30 or 5, I would step back out into darkness. So the only outside experience I had was darkness for several months. That's not good for us. Life is lived in the light. What do we do at night? We sleep. We, we, we stop. We stop doing everything. We, we, we go to bed. We don't tend to do those things in the darkness. Dark is for sleeping and light is for living. So we mentioned that. Some of these good things that light gives us. What does light do? Well, light helps us see. <laughs> it's very hard to see without light. Uh, I, I have often woken up in the middle of the night and decided unwisely not to turn a light on and to walk out of my room. And inevitably, I'm going to stub my toe or I'm going to stumble forward. Uh, many of us have had that experience. We, we need light to see. We also need light often to get rid of fear. We need to shine light to get rid of fear. Now, I would like to say that it's only kids who get scared of the dark, but that's just not true. If I'm camping and there's no light, I'm doing a lot of... And then you bring out the flashlight, and sometimes if there's not enough light, it's actually a little scarier. I'll talk about that later. <laughs> I, wanna, I want my whole path to be illuminated so I know exactly where I'm, I'm going, especially if I'm in a new place. Have you ever woken up when you're a, a guest somewhere? Not like a hotel, but you're like a guest in someone's basement or staying in a suite, and you wake up in the middle of the night, and you're going, 
the last thing you would try to do is try to maneuver through there without any light. So light can actually help take fear away. It can give us a clear vision of what's around us so we're not so scared. As was mentioned, light helps things grow. We grow good things. Good, healthy, green plants grow in the light. We need light to grow plants. Now, what grows in dark places? Mold? (laughs) Mushrooms? Yeah. Who wants mushrooms? Damp and dark weeds. What lives in dark places? Spiders, (laughs) cobweb slugs. Yeah, that's right. Not things that we think of and associate with life and light. Light also chases away darkness. Darkness cannot do anything but give up space for light. You can dump as much darkness on light as you want and light is always going to win. So, so light chases away darkness. When light shows up, it says to darkness, move over, and darkness must obey. There's no, darkness has zero power over light. But here's the thing, and this is, this is one of the things that I think Jesus is saying. Sometimes life, sometimes life can feel dark. Sometimes life can feel like there are times that we, 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 we're living and we feel like we're walking in the dark and we feel afraid. Now, are there any adults here who have ever felt like life is dark and sometimes you're afraid? So many liars in the room. About five people telling the truth. Trying to live our life. This is what Jesus is saying. Trying to live our lives without Jesus is like living always in the dark. Jesus is saying, you need my light so that you can live in light and find life. If you, if, you, if you don't live with Jesus' light, he says, you live in the dark. You walk in the dark. Living without Jesus is like trying to live life with your hands over your eyes. I got a picture of a girl there with her, with her hands over her eyes. How well is this girl going to do? I don't know where she's walking. I don't know what path is in front of her. How do you think she'll do? Do you think she's going to do very well walking like that? Or do you think she'll go for a fall? Yeah, I'm looking right at you. I think she's probably going to fall. She's probably going to walk into people. Hands at that height, she might poke someone in the eye. It's not going to go well. Living without Jesus is like trying to live with your hands over your eyes or with your eyes closed. I don't think she's going to do too well. Well, there's a guy named John. He, he, he recorded the story of Jesus, recorded the words that we just read of Jesus. And he said this about Jesus. He described Jesus this way in John chapter 1, verses 4 to 5. He said, Jesus gave life to everything that was created. So Jesus breathed life into all of creation. And his life brought light to everyone. And that light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. So, so Jesus, Jesus created everything. Created the animals. And if you read in, in Colossians chapter 1, it says he sustains all things. Created animals, created trees, created the oceans, all the planets, And the sun, which gives light to all those things. And he himself is a sustaining light to all those things. God's light. When we need help seeing what is true and what is not true, Jesus wants to shine light. All of us in this room this week have had to decipher what is the right thing and what is the wrong thing to do. Jesus says, let me shine light into that situation. Jesus wants to shine light when we're having a a difficult situation. We're having a hard time deciding what to do. Jesus wants to shine light 
onto that situation. The question is, will we allow Jesus to shine light on that situation? Or as what I've been prone to do in my less wise years, is I just go for it and then I ask for his stamp of approval. It doesn't work as well that way. When we are walking in fear, many of us have walked in fear this week. We've been scared of a meeting with somebody. We've been scared about a decision we had to make. We've been scared about the unknown future. Jesus, I want to shine light onto your fears. See, darkness can try as hard as it wants. All the dark can try to gang up on light, but it will never be able to defeat it. All the darkness in the world, the Bible says, cannot win against even the smallest light. Now, I wanted to try an experiment in here because this is what the world is attempting to do to you and I. This is what the devil would love for you and I to wake up in the morning and feel like this. Let's close the lights. This is the desire. See, I already dropped something. This is the desire of the evil one. He wants you to wake up in the morning and walk through your life feeling like this is all you've got. And Jesus said, no, no, I'm the light of the world. And you know, it doesn't take a massive light. Oh, I can actually see all of you. you can, if you want, you can go outside of this room and try. You can't really do this. I'm speaking metaphorically. Try to grab more buckets of darkness and bring it in this room. Yeah, that's true. See, that's, I don't even need this. You're right. Look at how bright that is. Not everyone can see that, though. You could bring more darkness into this room and it will not be able to defeat this. Darkness cannot overcome light. There's no fear you have. There's no future, unknown future coming your way that Jesus does not say, let me shine light on that. There's no relationship that's broken, that you can't get a handle on, that just seems to frustrate you, that Jesus does not say, let me shine light on that. There's no work experience that Jesus does not say, let me shine light on that. The problem is, is we often will say, no, no, I got it. And we put our hands over our eyes. We step forward and we hope for the best. You can turn the lights back on. Whew. And there they are. She said, let me shine light into the darkness. So what do we do with this light? Well, we need to shine light in dark places. There are a lot of dark places that we're going to step into this week. Not just in our, in our lives, but a lot of people walking in the darkness that, I just, that we just experienced. And they're walking with their hands over their eyes, and they need someone to go, you know, there, actually, there, is, actually, there is actually light to be lived in. That fear that you're walking with, you don't, you don't have to walk with that fear. Jesus wants to bring light into that fear. That, that concern you have over there, you, you're, you're walking in darkness, and Jesus wants to shine light. For, for some of us, if we're younger, there's people in our school who need to know that they're not alone. Just like that story that we read, that, that we can be an extension of Jesus' light and walk to that person who's sitting alone in the dirt and say, you don't have to be by yourself. I, I'll be your friend. To step up against a, a bully, perhaps. To see those who are hungry and bring them food. When someone's scared about their future and you say, you know what, Jesus doesn't want to just shine light into your situation right now. He actually wants to shine light forward into your future so you don't even need to fear that which means they don't need to fear death itself. The light of Jesus shines light on all and says, I see you, I love you, and I am with you. So even this week, as we may feel alone in several different places, 
I want you to remember to invite Jesus into whatever situation that is. But also, just like the story that we read where, where one person helps another, we need to be light in our world. That's what Jesus calls us to, to, to help us remember that light has stepped into our world. Now, what we're going to do at the end of the service all the kids that are in, in, in kids' church right now, as well as the kids who are in here, we're actually going to give you one of these lights, which I, th- I mean, that thing burns my eyes out. It's, it's, it's small, but it's very bright. I want this to be a reminder to you this week. And they are keychains, so the rest of you can put them on your keychain. You're going to be driving to work, maybe, and you'll be like, I, I am not looking forward to this meeting. <laughs> or maybe it was just past week, and I'm, I'm not looking forward to five, six hours of kids climbing all over. And you can look at that light and say, Jesus, be my light today. Guide me today. Whatever it is you're going to walk to. Because I, I know in the last 15 minutes, all of you have had something in your mind. And you thought, yeah, I need Jesus to shine light in that. I'm, I'm unsure about this. I need wisdom in this. Jesus wants to shine his light into that situation. So we're going to have some of these afterwards. All the, the kids who are, who are here will get them. But we might have a few extra ones uh, as well. So... Let's pray, and let's have a, a song of response, and then I will leave you with, with a final word of, of benediction this morning. Let's pray. God of grace, thank you so much that you do not leave us to walk in darkness. Thank you so much that you are a God who sees us, who knows us, and loves us. And I thank you that you did not leave us to our, our own devices, but you stepped into your own creation that you breathed life into. The very creation that you, you threw the planets into the sky and you, you placed a sun to, to give them light and to give them life, that you promised that for our lives as well. And so for many of us, I know in, in, in big and small ways in my own life, the reason we don't sense your light is because we've refused to orbit our lives around you. And so if in any way, big or small, we have allowed um, our orbit to shift off, if we've, al- if we've allowed things into our lives to take center stage, take the center, and we've, we've, we've kind of ordered everything else around that, then please, Holy Spirit, point that out to us. I pray that it would be through your wisdom and your counsel that we would make a change rather than through Um, stumbling and falling and stubbing our toes and bumping our heads. Please may we find wisdom from you and comfort and counsel from you before our downfall. Thank you that we are able to live in the light in community. And I pray, as Scripture tells, that we would be a light to the world, that we would be like a city on a hill, shining your light so that people would see where they can find life and they can find true life true light. God, we live in a world that is full of shadow. We live in a world that is full of darkness. And for many of us, we can, we can feed off that and we can begin to, to sense fear as well and kind of live in that. And God, I pray that your light would shine into our hearts and burst out of our lives. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message. If you've been listening to our sermons, but you're not a part of a church community, we would love to have you join us. You can go to cachurch.ca to find out more about getting involved in the life and mission of CA Church.